Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash WCSN312. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey guys, this is Harry and Ralph from Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. We are a video game podcast that releases content every Sunday, alternating between full game reviews and general gaming conversation. Our reviews include in-depth analysis on plot, audio graphics, and gameplay, and we throw in little-known facts on the game development. We provide uncomfortable sexual tension, harassment towards each other while being analytical about the game of the week, and endless, poorly executed impersonations. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go, where sensitivity is a foreign concept. Chicago, thank you, and welcome to WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network. I'd like to take this moment to talk about our social media outlets and the platforms you can listen and find us on. You can follow us on Twitter at WCSN312. Like us on our Facebook at Windy City Sports Network or at WCSN312. We also recently just joined Instagram, and you can follow us there at WCSN312 as well. We post all our shows to listen to on our social media outlets. If you're driving to work, you're driving back home from work, working out, or just chilling at home, pop on your headphones. You can listen to us on many platforms. Number one is iTunes. Our goal is to become a top 100 podcast. We need your help. By going on iTunes, rate us by giving us five stars and subscribe. We're on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, our original platform SoundCloud, Overcast, CastBox, Podbean, the podcast app, and most recently, Google Play. Search for Windy City Sports Network and you'll find us there. All platforms are free to you and available on iOS or Android phones, tablets, Apple TV, or any mobile devices or computers. We are beginning to do quick live pre-shows on our social media outlets, so make sure you follow or like us there. We will be live on Periscope, which is via our Twitter and Facebook Live, before every live broadcast. Lastly, you can watch us live, interact with us via the chat rooms on our newly launched YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search Windy City Sports Network, and subscribe to our channel. You can watch us live or watch any of our older podcasts there. We created our YouTube channel for you, our fans, to interact with us during our shows. Ask us any questions and we will spew our opinions. We will be broadcasting CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio, every Friday at 7 p.m. live. And bi-weekly, every Wednesday at 7 p.m., Wrestle Talk Radio will be live. Only on our YouTube channel, so subscribe now. 
If you have any questions, you can use our social media outlets or email us at WindyCitySportsNetwork at gmail.com. Like I have said many times before on this show, this is a passion project. We don't make any money off of this, and we have expenses, equipment, distribution costs, etc. If you guys enjoy our show and would like to buy us a beer, you can, and it would be greatly appreciated. Go to our Patreon page, become our patron, and you can donate as much as you want. We will have rewards updated monthly in return. Just go to our Patreon page at Windy City Sports Network. Again, remember, we are WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network, built by the fans, for the fans. Gentlemen, welcome to CSCR Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. This is the show that brings to you the highlights of the sports world and industry from the NBA, NFL, MLB, EPL, and so much more. CSCR is here to focus on local sports in the Windy City from the Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Cubs, and White Sox. We're here to talk sports to the true fans of Chicago. We are live here from Studio One at WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network. This is CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. What is happening, Chicago? It's actually nice and mild out, and I appreciate everyone's uh, holding on. It's 7. We started at about 7.12. Uh, Tom Chris got his stuff together, and he's finally got it going. So thumbs up to Tom Chris. He just had to learn, like we said, we've been getting you. Is this working? Whoa. Finally, thank yeah, you. Yeah, sorry. Holy. scared me. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me the defective microphone last time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I tried doing that. We got new power, new equipment in here. and Mucho he's power. He's Mucho. trying to get used to everything, so... Uh, we apologize, but thank you guys for joining us. Uh, for everyone that's out there that's uh, watching us live right now on our YouTube channel, appreciate it. Uh, I won't be able to do my spiel for social media because we already did it, so uh, that's better for me. Um, and then to my left, and um, I need a cigarette after that spiel. Okay, good. Seriously, that, that, did that, that sound was, like porn, right? That was porn, See? pornish. And then uh, to my left, uh, Mr. Jackman is doing his studying like normal. What's up, everybody? So he's uh, getting ready, the professor, the for professor. all the stats to spew out. So uh, thank you guys again. Uh, it is uh, Friday, obviously, 7 p.m. Uh, not too 7 much. 7.20. Oh, yes. 20 after 7. Not too much going on in the sports world, uh, but we do have some Bulls talk. Mm-hmm. We do have some Bears talk with the recent cuts. Uh, stuff that I'm actually happy and excited about. Uh, we got to get Bulls Mike out of the way. There you go. And um, 
Oh, we got a new wall. We didn't talk about the new wall. How do you guys like the new wall? We got a new brick. We put we painted it white, and then we sandpapered it down. <laughs> Get before the, the rusted look. Yeah, because we just didn't like the red, and we were like, yeah, you know what? I think. Well, it, we made it bigger. It'll be better pop, I think, if yeah. it just went white. So we just did white, and we sandpapered it down, and it took us about two days. So. Mm. I think it looks great. It's a good thing. I don't know what you guys think about it and stuff. But um, before you guys talk, um, also, Wild Bill, uh, thank you for joining us. He says, every time Tom Chris is in the studio, something goes wrong. His electrifying personality messes up the electricity in Studio One. Yes, he does. Oh, and there's our favorite guy, Hop Hop. How He's can, on? Yes. How can you miss I Hop love Hop Hop. But, you know, I was watching the other podcast when Wild Bill was saying, oh, Tom's, uh, Tom Chris is not here, so everything's working. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, and our favorite person, Hop Hop, is here. So he'll probably be talking about the Cubs, obviously, too. He's like the new modern-day Ronnie Woo Woo. Oh, is he? Yeah. He just sits out there and just like, he goes, Ryan, Woo, Samberg. Instead of Woo, he should say, Hop Hop, yeah. Hop Hop. Uh, and then... Uh, uh, I guess we can talk about this really quick so we can get that out. Um, oh, Scott's going to buy us a beer. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scotty. Hopefully. Um, oh, talking about beers, uh, every other week I hang out with a couple of uh, guy friends for uh, beers. Guy friends. And, well, you know, and we get wings. Very Anyways, okay. so uh, I couldn't make it. So uh, maybe next week, uh, pretty, uh, pretty Boy Pete and uh, Polish Mike. I'm trying to get a Polish Mike uh, uh, married so if there's any polish women out there if anybody knows any polish and there's girls there's listening you know, to the show right now well you never well they got a lot of guys here you know so maybe i can hook there might up be some uh, polish guys watching or listening mike i don't know maybe he'll be interested in that too i don't know um so guys if you guys are having a beer have one for me too uh if you guys hear the audio pretty good if you guys have any issues pop it on to the to the chat room we'll adjust it if you guys hear any popping or how we sound in uh thank you for the i know this the wall looks wonderful for you guys who are telling us. Um, Scotty, in, uh, I'm going to be honest with it. The question he brought up is, what did we think about the United States hockey team winning gold? Um, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I've been watching uh, Olympics, but not that much. Uh, the, women's, the women's hockey team, obviously, congratulations. That was awesome that they won, and they beat Canada. Um, it was pretty funny that the Canadian girl got the silver medal, and she took it right off on the judges. Uh, but regardless, uh, not too much of a women's hockey fan. Not trying to knock anybody. I just, I personally have not been watching Olympics as or the Winter Olympics as much. So uh, what did you guys think about it? I, I think it was awesome since my niece plays hockey and she just won like, another championship. I watched the women's hockey team now all the time. So I oh, was true. I was really, really you know. And proud did you of have something for them? For, uh, uh, didn't uh, she, went, you know she, she won another championship? I'm not sure where. Second she's, one. Second one. Yeah, she's she getting like she got on medal too. And she's playing with boys. Yeah, she's the only girl. So on, she's like cross checking these guys. Well, actually, she was in a penalty box. <laughs> First time ever, she was in a penalty I gotta box. I got to go to one of these games. <laughs> no, I got to. You know, maybe I should uh, give you the picture so we can put them up. Um, we'll see. First, I get permission from the of course the parents, obviously. Yeah, yeah but uh, she was in the penalty box first time, and he, she has like a little pink uh, helmet, and she's fast. So uh, hopefully, good. she'll play for the Olympics. You know, in twenty, well, in fifteen years. Um, uh, yeah, and then what? Should, Bill, what did Bill say? Tom should use air quotes when saying guys, friends, <laughs> oh, guy okay, friends. Got it. Uh, Jay said, um, Jackman. Uh, maybe put up a logo up. We, 
Yes, um, that is in the works. Uh, we actually have a logo. You guys can't see it. It's behind us um, here at the studio, and we are currently going to be moving that mm. logo to behind the wall. So, uh, yeah, we're way ahead of you there, Jay, but thank you. It, it, that's an awesome idea, and we thought about it. We just haven't had the time yet to pull it off and put it back here. It's a lot of stuff blocking it and stuff. This guy is lazy right here. I do everything over here. <laughs> We tell everything. him to sweep sometimes. He just won't do it. We come in, it's like filthy everywhere. Yeah, that is a good ju- uh, suggestion by Jay. Yeah, that is that is uh, a really good. That way when people are watching us, at least they know what's going on here instead of seeing two ugly guys and a cute guy here. Mm. All right. So uh, that uh, that's one of the only Olympic events I really watched, uh, Scott says. Um, that's good for you. I'd rather watch men's hockey, but I'm not trying to knock everyone. But that's cool, Scott. Um, anyways, uh, all right, let's go. Uh, hold on a second. I don't know why that's not sending, and that's good. All right. Well, so we, before we start, yes, um, I have to, um, I have to say something. I was hanging out with a hot. You're pop. proposing? No, no, I'm not me? proposing to anybody. No. Okay. Thank goodness. I was hanging out with. Pop, oh, the uh, bull! The bull is on. The bull. The bull. Nice. They should get rid of curling, dude. Okay, hold on a second. Someone was doping I curling. I do watch curling. That I was watching it last night when they beat Canada to go to the gold medal. That guy Hamilton with the mustache and the red hat. I, dude, I'm in love with that guy. I, the curling, I think, is to me the most exciting bull. I loved curling. That's probably the only one I watched. And that one uh, young Asian girl snowboarder. Uh, she was really uh, interesting. The, to won watch. the gold. Yeah, that was really cool and uh, interesting to watch. Other than that stayed out of it i'm more excited i don't even watch summer olympics that much world cup soccer is starting this summer i'm so jacked about that just can't wait till that starts good um all right well i was uh, hanging out with hop hop and uh kroger coker coker there you go and then uh they gave me a gift so i can wear it in the show so are you guys ready? oh uh, yes and by all means slow down right this might be too okay, much okay hold on is it gonna hold be on. too shiny or something i don't know man it might be too much should i wear my sunglasses i'll wear my sunglasses dun, 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 dun. damn that's nice nice wow Coker, nice. Coker's like you got you got to take one i'm like i, don't I, want, I think I don't, I don't want one you know like i got so much stuff he's like you got to take one wearing the show so i was like all right i'll, I'll take it the bling bling, the basketball. You should have. What's your number? Your favorite basketball number? What number did you wear? Forty-four. Should have had forty-four on it. That would have been. Hop sick. hop. Gave me another one. Forty-four. Come on. And my name just all the way around it. No, your name should be inscribed in the back. In the back. It should be like TC in the back. Tom Chris. Uh huh. So TC and, and then number your number 44. in the front. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he should consult you for uh, designing because yeah. I know like he. Like mine would have been thirty-five. Whoa, who's thirty-five? 35. 35. Is that what his number is? What's no, 35 mean? 44 since when? Oh, 35 was, oh, 35 was grammar school. 44 is no. high school. Again, just so if you guys yeah, don't know. Yeah, 44 is high school. 35 was a championship. All, all of us that are here, and I've said this before. I can't even, I can't even, I couldn't even remember that, that number. I said this before on different podcasts. This is a passion yeah, project. 44 was in high school. All of us here that talk on the show need to be, if you see Tom Chris, Jackman, Bull, um, uh, Wild Bill. Oh, we've all known each other since like high school and some grammar school. Jackman at grammar school. Yeah, yeah I mean you yeah. and you and Hop Hop uh, grammar. So we've known each other for years. So sometimes if he hears of talking, that's what the deal is and what's going on. Uh, did the U.S. make it into the World Cup? No, and I really don't care if they did or not. I am an England fan first and foremost, and France is my second favorite team. So 
Um, England, which which team? England. Oh, national team. Oh, the national. Okay. Uh, I am. Uh, the United States hockey is very slow. Um, they do have some good people on there. Uh, I feel. I, if anyone, I feel sorry for Pulisic, who plays for Borussia Dor- uh, Dortmund now in Germany. Uh, they're trying to get him into the English Premier League. Uh, Liverpool's actually trying to get him. There's a couple teams. Arsenal too. Uh, very very good. Um, but uh, I, I'm American soccer, MLS, horrible. Very slow. Very slow sport. I wouldn't even say it's a defensive game. It's just very slow, and that's why soccer in this country will never be a hit because of the way they play. Um, the United States team is a disgrace. That's what Bull said, yes. And they choke a lot. Engl- England chokes a lot too, mm-hmm. and I like them. But it, England on paper has the best team, better than Spain and Portugal on paper. But when you put those, bo- if you, when you put those guys together on one team, they can't play together. And that's what upsets me with England more so than anything is because on paper they're the best team. They can beat anybody, but then they never do. Seattle Sounders is my favorite team. Good for you, Wild Bill. <laughs> They're not my favorite team. Um, I thought you were an Arsenal fan anyways, uh, not a Sounder fan. I don't watch MLS, period. I really don't care for it. Uh, I, I turn it and try not to watch it at all. So, Bulls, Jackman. Bulls? What's going on? I am actually excited and happy with the decision that they made right after the All-Star. Uh, how, first, how do you feel about him? Okay, well... It's a two. It's a twofold thing. Uh, they want to see what these other guys can bring to the table. Now, Fel- Felicio Cristiano, he he played decent minutes last year, mm-hmm. but this year he's mostly relegated to the bench, and he didn't or see no D-League, time yeah. or the D League. Right now, they call it the G League. Yeah, yeah. Why so, did they change that? By the way, I don't know. Me either. I don't know. And Wild Bill, you might know. Why did they change the D League to G League? I don't get it. So they're going to start uh, Felicio, which they did, against Philadelphia yesterday, and David Nwaba. Yeah. Okay, and Cameron Payne is going to play. Finally. Right. But I, I also think, yeah, the Bulls wouldn't mind uh, uh, losing to gain a higher pick. But you know what? Watching the game yesterday, and I don't know if you guys heard the John Paxson interview on the score mm-hmm. with uh, Bernstein and uh, Goth. It was pretty interesting. I don't think they're going a full tank because you know what? They had their starters, most of their starters in their, their core players. They had Marketin, uh, Levine, and Dunn in there at the end. They were trying to win the game. So they're trying to win the game, but with these younger guys, uh, like I said, I think it's a twofold thing. They they, w- they wouldn't mind losing. Mm-hmm. I don't think you lose a lot from Nawaba versus Holiday. Holiday is a better shooter, but Nawaba scored 21 points yesterday. That was his high. And uh, you got Felicio, he didn't do all that well. And we got to see more of Cameron Payne. This is someone who was relegated to the bench. I didn't see him any at all this year. And last year he was, was played sparsely. He had three operations on his foot. So we'll see what Cameron Payne could do. He did all right. He did better than I thought he would do off of his first game in a long time. So uh, I, I – Yes, go I, ahead. I think – well, first let me answer. They answered it for us. If that's true, Bill and Hop Hop, that that's pretty. <laughs> the reason they're called G League is because they're sponsored by Gatorade, Jackman. Oh, so that's oh, wow. whatever. I guess wow. money talks. Money talks. Yeah. yeah. So bullshit walks. With the with the Bulls, I'm actually excited, and yeah, and I understand what you mean that it's a twofold thing. Again, yeah, I don't believe they really want to tank, but what they're trying to do, I think, right now, is to check the. Who are they going to go with in the future? And if that means that they're going to tank, then okay, whatever. We tank, we get a better draft pick. So 
Um, they know they're not going to keep Robin Lopez, so I think the writing's on the wall for both of them. I'm I'm pretty um, I'm pretty excited on not excited. I'm surprised on how well Robin Lopez has taken him. Did you see his comment when they asked him about like how do you like being uh, on the bench? No, I didn't. What did he, he say? He said, I'm not familiar. Or, or he's like, uh, with his move, I guess, going to the bench, they asked him if he is okay with taking that stance with the team. And does he re- He thinks the team's going to tank. And his response was, I am not familiar with military um, oh. uh, equipment. And he just walked away. So he's accepting the fact. And I guess maybe he's just accepting the fact that, hey, I'm making millions. It doesn't bother me if I play or not. Right. He was in street clothes. Yeah, but he wasn't even in no, uniform. No, yeah, both of them. Him or him Justin Holliday. Yeah, they're, right. and Grant, too. They're, they're not going to be playing. And I think it's because they know that they're not going to keep Grant. They're not going to keep Holiday. They're, these guys are payroll. That's too much, and they're not. Lopez does impact the team, but they can go a different direction with Lopez, and he's a little bit older, and they need to go with youth, so, especially with who they got, their core. Um, so that's why I think they're doing that. I think, though, that sort of screws them over, if you think about it. Because think about this. Robin Lopez, Grant, and Holiday. I'm assuming, want to play next year somewhere, correct? Right. You're benching them. Their value is going to drop. Right. It, so they'll, they'll go off of what they've seen the first half of the season, right? Yeah, or, I mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it could drop a little by sitting, right? I don't know if he's if they're going to At least they won't get them. injured. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to cut them or what they're going to do. Uh, but regardless, that's the way they're going with that. Um, I do like the fact, as we were actually talking about this last week with Jackman and Bill, about pain and how come they never play the guy. So you, I'm you excited. You think they're purposely trying to lose games? No, what I think they're trying to do is they're trying to figure out if they're going to keep these guys that they're playing right now. Felicio's making $34 million. Are we going to keep this guy and be our solid bench player, or did we make a wrong mistake by signing him that, to that big contract? And the only reason I say that because you know what uh, Mark Cuban said on a radio show. Yeah, and he just got fined. $600,000. Right. Yeah. So well, I think that this issue is very sensitive. Well, I think it they're is. going hard on him too with that sexual harassment case that just came out. With well, that one writer that he had that worked for the Dallas Mavericks, and that's not going to look good for them at all. No. I, mean, I think the NBA is going to come down hard on Cuban and Dallas. Uh, well, you, what do you think they're going to force they, they just They announced today that they created a, 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 a human resource hotline for the entire NBA for any employee on any NBA team that has any issues regarding sexual harassment or any type of harassment to call anonymously and they'll investigate it. Well, you said they're going to come down hard. Like, how hard do you think they're going to like force them to well, sell a team? Uh, like they did uh, on the Clippers? They can if all the owners come uh, together. Yeah, and you could. know they, no one likes Cuban. No one likes him. Because he was trying to buy the Cubs before the Ricketts bought him, and, and all the MLB owners were trying to get him out. Yeah. And they Which were like, did. no, yeah, they vetoed the vote against them. Yeah. He apparently, rumor was, he offered more money than the Ricketts family. And they still turned him down. Yeah, well, I don't know, but we'll s- We'll see. But in I, any case, I, I think what they're doing is they're they're focusing right now on, on the court. Is Feliciano worth it? Mm-hmm. Um, one, Nwab is a free agent. Should we keep him next year and re-sign him to have him as a backup point, or shooting I guard? I think we should keep him. I think so, too. Yeah. And then, two, is Payne solid enough where we can keep him next year as a backup, as a backup to point Dunn. guard to Dunn? And honestly, I think he played pretty okay. Hop Hop just said he's garbage. I thought we, he we did gotta, okay We got to wait. We got to wait for the next couple of games to see. We got like one of 25, 26 games to see the rest of the season. Right. Before we can make a decision. I think it's just yeah. too premature make a decision right now because we got to see how they gel with everyone else. But there I, could be friction on the team. But I do agree with the fact that if they're going to tank, they're going to tank. And that's whatever Purposely it is. Purposely or not. 
I, that's I, the question. Are they going to do it No, purposely? they didn't totally try to lose because they had their starters. They had Don and Portis, uh, Mark. Like 38 points. You, yeah, you, Portis you're, had 38 you're points. Up, you're up five points. It's like, what, a minute? Right. They made some mistakes at well, that. They're, right. they're a young yeah. crew. They don't know. And I'm, and Portis was so, so mm. on fire that they had Mark and down. They didn't play him that much because Portis was doing good. And Mar- was, right. Mark was, was a little disgusted of the game at the end. I'm going to be honest with you. I hate, and Jackman knows this, there's times where I never watched the Bulls because they just sucked so bad. Yeah, they lose games, but the reason I like the Bulls now is because I'm really excited with the core that we have. I think before it was because you had the older guys that you knew were on the way out. Dang. And all those older guys that you knew they were (laughs) going to get traded and stuff. And then I was just like, I'm not going to watch these guys. These are not the core that they're going to stick with and they're going to go with. No. And those guys already reached their ceiling and they were what they were. And and we kept them. And it was like, dude, they got to pull the trigger and do something. And that's why I didn't watch them towards the end of that run. Mm. But I like the core. And it's exciting to me to see this team on where they're at now and what's going to happen in the future. Like the NBA draft right now. Now is exciting me beyond. I just I, I I can't wait until that happens so we can see what's gonna uh, evolve and the two players we're gonna get in the first round and stuff. So. I mean, we spoke about this before. The core is really good and it's really young. You got twenty year old Lori Marketing. You got uh, both of them is done 22, 22 or twenty three, and Levine is twenty two. He's gonna be twenty three uh, in March. So and those guys a are a lot of the money is gonna go to Levine. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you see Levine can get it anywhere on the on the court that he wants to. He's super athletic. He's super quick. He has a fast first step. And you know what? He he's a he's a better. I didn't know he was this good. I just saw, you know, cuz I used to, I didn't watch Minnesota. They didn't show a lot of Minnesota games. I just thought he was a dunker. You seen him twice in the dunk contest. Then you watch this guy, he's got a smooth stroke. He's got a nice shot. He he can pass the ball and uh he Plays a little point when Dunn's out, too. He can play a little point and shooting guard. Yeah. He's versatile, and uh, like I said, Minnesota last week, Minnesota would not give give him up or gave him up. If they knew it, this is how he was. Well, no, if he didn't have that injury. There was no yeah. way the Bulls would have got him. So, you know what? And uh, But the injury doesn't look like he had an injury mm. the way he's playing. Yeah, no, and, and I just I really like um, – I think he never even had the playing time. They never gave him the opportunity. And Tibbs, Jackman always used to say this, Tibbs is the guy who never played rookies. He did it to Butler when he was in Chicago. Right, Butler didn't play. Don didn't play last year. He rode the bench. You know, Don, I think he's going to miss Lopez a little bit because him and Lopez played a nice pick and roll. They played well together. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Feliciano's got to get in that groove because he played really well with Lopez. And uh, Don's going to have to get himself accumulated to some of these different players now. Yeah, but if they go with the, if they get a big man in the draft like Mamba, I mean, I think he'll be okay. Right, right. I mean, this this year right now is just, you know, they're going to lose, you know, they're just seeing how well these guys can play together. Correct. Yeah. Right. Correct. That's all it's really for. That's it's all it not is. Scotty that's all mentioned it is. this yeah. right now too and I agree with him on this one. He goes Portis was laying down some nice threes last night. He was. Mm-hmm. He was on fire. He was in his own. And I never seen him shoot that much three. I mean, he was nailing the three ball. Hoiberg gives him more of a green light to shoot the threes. Yeah. He likes to space the floor. He like he kind of plays that Golden State San Antonio. And Portis was in the zone last night. He, he really was. was. He was on fire. He was. He had Did that swagger. And yelling, I'm going to get 40. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He hit yeah. 38, right? He yeah, got 38, 38 and then yeah. he was yelling and bowing up saying he's going to hit 40. Well, never close. Did. Well, I guess one... we were up by five and he never got the extra two. He would have won. Right. Right. He missed that layup yep. in the end. And. 
Valentine, yeah. he didn't see him. He was uh, no, actually marketing. He didn't see marketing. Uh, what's his name was, was on, on him? Fire. No, no, but Reddick. Reddick had him at the end. He could have threw that high, and Reddick would have never got oh, it. Marketing. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? It's just a learning experience. And if they lose, they, they, maybe they get somebody a little higher, more chance to get somebody higher. Yeah. In the and draft, Philly's so. a good team. You know what? Philly's yeah, a great team. Good. I want to talk yeah. a little bit about Philly. They're yeah. young. They're also a young and upcoming Big. team. Yeah, they got Joel and Bead, who's a stud, stud. man. This guy is gonna be Amazing. a beast for a long yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. And Ben Simmons is also he's Stacy calls him LeBron Junior Light, and I see the comparisons. Yep. And he's, then you've got Covington right now too. Mm-hmm. At point, he's at, a shooter. And then you, uh, Fultz isn't playing. He's on the bench. Um, and he actually just got mentioned on the NCAA uh, FBI probe, which is bad for the NCAA. Posted that on our uh, Facebook and our Twitter accounts. If you guys want to check it out, there is tons. I mean, they've got a lot of love top recruited teams. Um, top players. Fultz was one of them that's in the NBA right now for the Sixers, uh, taking money. I mean, I guess right now, and that could be a whole different show, it begs the question of all these years, should NCAA players just make money? Should they get a salary for playing in the NCAA? I don't know. I, I would say no. I, there's a lot of people. But they're going to make money on the there's side. There's a lot anyways. of people and that say yeah. Happening. There's a lot of people that say it's, yeah because they bring a lot of money. It's to It's been college, happening right? for years. Yeah, it's they, been going they, on for I years. Mean, dude, not only uh, NBA. I they mean, didn't undisclose it yet. But football. I'm, I'm talking with what I was baseball. reading. Hundreds of thousands of dollars given to individual players. You, you can't be Some surprised. of them made NBAs. No, I'm not surprised. Yeah. So, but I, I believe me. I'm one of them that thinks that NCAA players should get some kind of a percentage. And here's the reason why. These college teams, that the, the, the school gets hundreds of millions of dollars of profit. You've got these college coaches like Coach K making $5 million, $10 million, $10 million yeah. a year as a yeah. coach. These right. make, they're making more money as college coaches than they are in the NBA. Correct. And these and these schools on these top schools are making hundreds of millions, some maybe billions a year. And you've got these kids that yeah, they're getting a free education, but they're not getting any percentage of it. Well, and and, and they're I, hiding I, it all behind the book, saying, "Hey, I'm just going to throw it out there. Hey, LeBron, you want to come to this school? I'll give you hundred thousand dollars right now, and I'll keep paying you hundred thousand dollars every year cash. I'll give it to your mother. You, you, they won't know it. It's not correct. under your name. Correct. Boom, boom, boom. Whatever. And that's happening all over the NCAA. Correct. You heard about Louisville? They just took their national title. Correct. Yes. So, and then now they don't, and they're they're taking them out of the whole Final Four thing and all the records they did during that whole scandal. I mean, this is a whole can of worms, man. I mean, this is almost like the baseball steroid era. When they all went to Congress, it's like everybody's doing it. So, like, what are you going to do? Punish everybody in baseball? Same thing in NCAA. Every top school, I don't care who you are, Duke, uh, North Carolina, every top school is doing it. It's it just everyone's just got to come down at a certain point and just say, all right, let's come up with a percentage and pay, I guess, on how many minutes they play or what have you and stuff. But. And that's another question and another thing, another topic here for this one. Uh, what's his name? Ball, the ball father? The, the, your your uh, buddy? Oh. Yeah, my, my buddy. Um, LeVar. The, you've got the, you got the, the shoes, huh? big baller brand shoes. Of course. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I sponsor them all the time, you know? Yeah. So uh, he is actually thinking of creating like a D-League that would pay the players that are college players that don't want to play in, in NCAA 
or guys who don't make the pros and they can make them because what's happening some some of these guys when they're coming out of high school if they don't want to go to college or they can't make it because their grades are bad mm-hmm. they go to europe play like a year or two and then they get drafted back into the league or they get picked up like as a, a tryout if he creates this league here He'd be able to make money off of the league, and these players can stay in the states, play in this league because they'd get paid, mm-hmm. and then they can try to go out to NBA team and get scouted. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's called F ball. That's what uh, Wild Bill said. A full ride scholarship is six figures in those schools. They yes, should they are. be provided for, and then their families. Um, I think the free education is a gimme. I think these these athletes should be making more on top of it. If if there's coaches out there making more than five million a year, that school has money to give to those athletes. Period. And the reason that coach is making the five million is not because he's out there co- playing. It's because of the guys that are out there playing. That's the way I see it. There should be a cap, and the extra money goes for more scholarships for the kids. It, it, then it becomes like the NBA. Then. You have to even it out. There's a cap because yeah. St. John's has got to compete with North Carolina, and North Carolina now everyone wants to go to those top schools because the coach is there. And Correct. So whatever. But anyways, we're going way off topic All on right. this. That's, yeah, another show. So um, Bear, uh, Bulls, um, I, I like it. I like what they're doing. If they're going to tank or, or, or what have you, I agree with it. I like the fact that I get a chance to see Payne play. I like the fact that I can see Nawaba play. I like the fact that I can see any all these guys playing Feliciano. I, I never knew why we didn't play. It's not Feliciano. It's Felicio. Um, I, but I'm glad they're finally playing the guy. The guy was running away with $34 million and not playing a minute. And it was just like, come on, man. It's a waste of money in my opinion. But it's good to see these guys in there. They're finally playing. And, and they're playing hard for the coach. Yeah, and we as fans now can see, hey – this is what we got. Are we going to do – are we going to keep these guys? Are we not going to keep these guys? And I guess we can go from there. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything about um, Bulls, Jackman? No, I'm, I'm I'm excited. I'm a Bulls fan. I always watch the Bulls. Mm-hmm. I look forward to the Bulls. I like these young core. And I'm um, excited for the development, and I hope we can uh, do well in the draft and get uh, some guy to help us. And uh, I don't know about next year. But maybe in two years we'll be a strong. Uh, we'll be in the playoffs again. And next year we'll probably be close to it if if we get somebody good. Two, you know, here here, here we go. Here we go again. Yeah, okay? two first round picks. We're, You're right. We're, we're optimistic. We might do this. We might do that. I, you know, I, time will tell. You know, I'm yeah, I'm excited. Since since the since what the late nineties, you know, we haven't seen anything exciting. No, you know? they were pretty decent with, with Rose. They had a little run there with yeah. Rose. That was a tease. Yeah, that but they went to the good. Eastern Conference Finals against uh, against Miami. If Jimmy Butler was playing the way he was back, well, he then, was too young. We would have made we would have made the tiny. finals that year. Yeah. I don't know if we would have beat LeBron, but it might have been it might have been a six game series instead of a five or seven, possibly. Well, we'll see. Um, so well, they were pretty good for a while. Sammy the Bull brought up a good question too. He said, "Should kids be forced to stay in school for four years?" Because Obviously, Kobe and LeBron came straight from high school to the pros because there was never a rule back then that you can, you have to go to college. NBA teams are able to now they got to stay one year, correct? Yeah. Now the rule is that mm-hmm. they have to stay at least one year in, um, in a college, and then they can come. Uh, now he's bringing the question up of should kids be forced to stay in school for four years? So that is that's uh, a big argument. Yeah. Now. My my personal opinion, I would like that. And for the simple reason of 
I think that's why NBA was a different game back in the day with Magic, Bird, and those guys. Because those guys, and I'm not 100% if, uh, uh, fact on this, did those guys stay four years in, in college? Magic, Bird, and Jordan? Jordan, I think for sure. Jordan did, Bird did. And Ma- yeah, I think they all did. Jordan right. stayed four years, or he left after three. I don't know. I thought he left after. Hop Hop might know that if he's whatever. Yeah, he's a big. But in, regardless, players back in those days, eighties and early nineties, they majorly stayed in college. I think they stayed for every for four years. Yeah, which you, meant yeah. that they were more mature. Correct. They knew the game more, and they were more mature. So you didn't have this wildness that's happening in the NBA now. But, right, but there's two sides to that yes. argument. So I am, and I'm not going to disclose any names, um, and I might one day or whatever. Um, I am close friends with an aunt of a current player in the city. Uh, he's one of the top-rated players. He's going to a top college, Division One. Um, a huge fan. Can't wait until I get to see him play ball for this uh, for this college. But here's the question you have. If, if he goes as a freshman right now for this college, mm-hmm. And he lights out plays, and he has agents or whoever go up to you and say, dude, you can get drafted right now mid-first round, late-first round. Do you stay, or do you say, I'm out? Well, the kid's going to you know, go because he wants the money. However, I think they should stay four years, not one year, four years. Okay, but here's my question. So then he's going to get drafted first round, right? You say he's you're forcing a kid now to stay and say okay you got to stay four years he doesn't leave he gets a career ending knee injury, injury sophomore that's, year that's what I was he just bring lost up. millions of dollars you cannot stop this is a business you can't stop a kid who's that talented the NBA teams want him to go to the pros I think the NBA has a lot of immature players I agree with that very too. immature players but you're gonna lose talent because they could have made it and there might be some players at a certain time you could be like man. If this guy never blew out his knee sophomore year in, There'll in be college, other players he would have been the greatest place. player. There'll be other players that take their it, place. You know what? That argument can go both ways because first thing, you're, you're forcing somebody to stay, like Big Nick said, say if they get an injury, now they're not going to make that money for themselves or their family. Mm-hmm. There's also a flip side. Some players come out too early, right out of high school before. Yeah. Now they one year and done, and then they don't pan out in the NBA. Correct. Because they're not, and, they're, and there has been a lot of Correct. that too. They're, and they lose out on the education and the maturity. So it does go both ways, but it's kind of hard to force somebody, like in this you know country, not to come. Like you got to do this. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it, it, you're, you're holding back millions. You're holding back opportunity. There's, there's just, and I don't have the list of this, but I guarantee you, if you pull up a list of kids that came out of high school that made it pro, the, the, the rate. Uh, I mean, I, one comes off the top of my head. Whatever happened to Darius Miles? Remember I that kid? I've never even heard of him. He used to play for Portland, Indiana. Came out of nowhere, was like, oh, this guy's going to be the next like big thing. He's a high school player so many years. Nothing. Correct. Flop. Look at Ed Curry. Correct. Bulls. Yeah. I mean, Tyson Chandler was solid, and he's Tyson. Through. Yeah, Tyson Chandler yeah. came but, out, and Eddie, they both came out yeah, at 18. But what happened to Eddie? Eddie was talented. But he wasn't motivated. No, no he, he wasn't was mature enough. Talented. He was mature. He was not mature enough. Uh, he, he he didn't he didn't play as hard as as listen. He didn't it, practice as hard. None of us at eighteen were mature. Right now, we're not even probably mature. Not, not just oh. the mature part. I mean, he had weight issues too, but that's part of your immaturity. And he sometimes. had a heart issue, right? When, yeah, he did have a heart issue. Like, but when yeah. you're playing so much and you're getting paid millions, I mean, control your weight. You know what I mean? Don't. He was driving. That's a, your job. He was driving around in a white Rolls Royce in Chicago. He was. Eddie Curry was more talented than Tyson Chandler when they came out, more especially offensively. I saw Jimmy Butler in a Lambo before on 
and um, damn Roosevelt. But mm. but uh, Tyson Chandler became a very solid NBA player, a vet, and he won a championship in '11 with the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, he did. And he's a, he's had a solid career, a long, very solid long, career. solid career. Yeah, and because it, it, the guy plays hard, Joel, and he was 18 when he came out too, Tom. On the flip yeah. side of that argument, plus it also helps your surroundings, your agent, your family core, how grounded you are. So there's a lot of uh, exterior factors that you have to consider. Yeah, no, but I think if you look at the list, there, I think there's the percentage of a lot more. Uh, there's a lot more high school kids that didn't succeed. So. I guess that question bull could go both ways. I'm, I, I, I'm for keeping them there because for four years because th- of their maturity. I say four years. I'm also yes. for y- M- maybe gonna two lose, years. No, yeah, two you're years. gonna lose a lot of kids if they lose if they get an injury and then they're done. And I mean, think about it. Say you had a son that was playing. Uh, any of us had a son that's playing NCAA basketball freshman year, and you've got agents and sports scouts that say, hey, they can make pro right now. But he can't Shaquille O'Neal, his dad said, "You got to get an education first. That's more important. Get an education." No, I agree with that. Because how but, many how many idiots the out there? It. They get all the money. They can't. Yeah, they, but they this lose is the way it. I see it. You're a millionaire at that point. You can get your education when you're done playing basketball. They don't. You don't. Well, that's up to them. But after they you don't. play 10, 15 years, how many, sometimes yeah. the education how, would help how, you manage how many, your how life. Many, so. How many girls they have yeah. to knock up? How many kids they're going to have? And, and they, How many they sexual lose, harassment cases? And they lose their money. So, yeah, you get your money, and it's gone. J- Jay's coming in here two years minimum in college, yeah. which I don't I think guess, is a bad idea. I guess you can idea. say that, yeah. They got one year right Who now. Who was so. that player in the NFL? Um, uh, I think it was Vince Young. Wasn't he from Texas, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. That, that He, like, bro- he's broke. Right. He oh, had all this yeah. money, and he's, like, dead broke right now. He's not a penny to his name. And there's, there's, there's a lot of no, yeah, especially there's a NBA. Lot of these guys. Like, how can you spend that much money? Like, come on. How man, about really? the one from Chicago? Um, oh, the basketball Boston. player for Boston, Boston, right? Yeah. Who? Oh, Walker. And, uh, Antoine, Antoine Walker. Walker. Yeah. He's hundred ten million broke. Yeah, Antoine. Wow. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know. Hundred and ten million broke. And he played a lot of years. Eddie yeah. Curry. Eddie wow. Curry. Yeah. There's a lot well, of Eddie Curry didn't play that many years. Not a lot. It, it, it doesn't but, matter. If you, but if Antoine you make, Walker won a couple rings, I thought, too. Listen, I thought he won a ring in 08. He won, I think. Latrell Sprewell? Yeah, he's broke. When you when you make $110 million and you're blackhead. broke. Who's Blackhead? I don't know. Jay, who's Blackhead? So there's a, there's a lot of players. Allen Iverson, isn't he broke? I, I heard stories I, yeah. about that, but I don't, this is as he's got he like played, a, he, what, he, 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 he played, played soccer or something when he retired. How am I going to feed? Seriously, my, how am I going to feed my family on eleven million? Was his exact Latrell Spreal? <laughs> I think it was twenty nine million. Bill, oh, yeah, I think he, it was twenty nine million, and he goes, "That's not enough money to feed my, feed my family." Who's wait? Who Latrell said that? Latrell? Yeah. Wow. L- I think it was twenty nine million. I could be wrong, and he he told he's like, "No, that's not enough money." I need mean, uh, for four years. Oh, maybe it is eleven a year. They said Vince Young was going to the Cheesecake Factory with eleven dudes. All those guys were his high school friends, mm-hmm. and his bill was like three, five, four to three thousand dollars a sitting, and he would go three times a day. Yeah, and he was dropping like ten thousand dollars a day at the Cheesecake Factory. You know, you know something for all his high school friends. Wow. For, for, they should just come out of grammar school. Forget even high school. Hey, that's how hockey's doing that out of high school. Come out of no, come out of grammar school. Forget even high school. Hey, hockey's grabbing. I know a kid that's a sophomore in high school. They took him out. He's playing for minor league hockey right now, and he's getting homeschooled. Yeah, so he can travel with the team. You can get homeschooling. 
Lavar uh, Ball. He's the Ball brothers. They're not getting he, homeschooled. Well, their education. They're in Lithuania playing basketball right yeah. now. Yeah, and Glenn Robinson had his house and boat. Yes, possessed on the big dog. Chicken. The big yeah, dog. Yeah, the big, big dog. dog. You're absolutely yeah. right. Big dog. The big dog. So there's many. Oh my goodness, they're, they're going to be. Wild tons. Bill couldn't make it today, but I bet you he's somewhere where he had a prior engagement. He's probably at that prior engagement right now, just listening to this and texting. It's pretty funny. Um, anyways, uh, let's move on because this is pretty uh, intriguing story. Mm. So. Uh, the next uh, issue at hand, or not issue at hand, but I guess good thing, is what the Bulls are doing. And this week is the first week that they finally announced some of the cuts that they were going to do, which I was actually pretty happy about all these cuts. And I know Jackman's happy because I started texting him right oh, away. Oh, the Bears, you mean. Yeah, the Bears. What did I say, yeah, Bulls? The Bulls. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Bears. Um, uh, on one of the guys that I was so excited, I almost threw a party when I heard he got cut. Who is that? Josh Sitton. Oh, I couldn't. The laziest? Dude, Jared but Allen. But he was a Pro Bowl. Sitton was lazier than J- J- Jared <laughs> Allen. Sitton was horrible. Who went with me to camp? I forgot who was with me. I didn't me. go. I think no. it was my nephew. We're sitting there. But doesn't camp. he got a back injury? No, the guy was full gear, and all he was doing was sitting on one knee the whole time while everyone's running around. Kyle Long, who had an injury, was over here busting his yeah, ass out there. Yeah, but this guy's a little bit older. He's a vet. Dude, my, his belly is bigger than mine. <laughs> I don't, I've never played in the NFL. I don't think people have seen your belly, so I know, they can't even imagine how. huge. I mean, I, I don't know how this guy was playing NFL football. I, I was like, it's beyond me. This guy should be sitting in the bar eating steaks and drinking beer. But regardless, um, lazy, money, glad he's gone. Um, he, I don't think he was doing anything. Green Bay cut him for a reason, and now we cut him for the same reason. No, no, no. Too. We were stupid enough to bring so, him here. Well, we were. I, I'm we so needed tired. A, we needed O-line, and I guess that was it. We couldn't find anyone better? I am at Portillo's. <laughs> All right, anyways. so Order I, me a big beef. So I was. I haven't eaten Portillo's in like two oh, months. That sounds good right now. Uh, no, nah, not really. Chopped salad, I guess. I'll take a big beef. They changed the, their Mediterranean salad to Greek salad. I don't know why. Mm. Um, but anyways, um, so the, the round of cuts that they did, which I'm actually excited about, uh, was uh, McPhee and Freeman got cut, which good. I was sort of happy good. about. Um Pace openly admitted that he signed McPhee and it was a mistake. Um, and again, I, I forgot who it was. I don't know if it was you or Bull who said it. Um, but when McPhee was signed, he was actually sort of like a backup linebacker for the Ravens. And we signed him for starter money, and he wasn't really 100% proven. The only reason we signed him was because I think he was in the Super Bowl the year before. Right? You might have been. So yeah, yeah. Um, he, he's, he, he got the, the money, he was always injured, and he never made really an impact for the team. So I'm glad that he um, – I'm glad he's just out of, out of town and go from there. Freeman, I, I, how many games did the guy play? Like one? We never even saw yeah. the guy. So They're I'm, good it's gone. Yeah, I'm glad he's gone. Well, Sitting, I, I'm excited. I, I would rather have – Tom Chris play guard for us on O-line. We would win a championship. Protecting Trubs tr- tr- then. Ah, uh, we sitting. would win a championship. Um, Wheaton got cut, big money, so I'm glad about that as well too. Uh, child support, who's on child support? Sitting. Uh, hold on, I'm reading a question, guys. I'm sorry. Disappointed that Land Landy was franchised by Miami. That I agree with because I sort of wanted to. I sort of wanted him to, but I also heard rumors that the Bears might be trying to work out some kind of trade with them. But I don't know if it's going to be worth it if they tagged him as well. 
Um, I was hoping Bears would take a shot at him. Agree. The other guy, question for all you guys out there, is now they're thinking of going after Sammy Watkins, and I don't agree with that. And if people remember who Sammy Watkins is. Yeah, the wide receiver. Yeah, he was the wide receiver for Buffalo, and then now he's on the Rams. I'm not a fan of Watkins. He never really panned out to be what he was in college. So I'm sort of the guy. I thought he did decent in Buffalo. He always was injured every year. He was like a Kevin White. Yeah, we shouldn't shouldn't touch him. That's my next question. What's going to happen to Kevin White? Hmm. So in in any case, McPhee cut, Freeman cut, Wheaton cut, Sitton cut. Uh, Rumor has it right now the next rounds of cuts, and they have not been announced, is going to be Glennon, Willie Young, which I'll be sad to see Willie Young go, but he's up there in age two. Uh, and then Quinton Demps is going to end up leaving as well too. So uh, Kevin White, I agree. Bull just wrote he's done. He should have been done last year. I, I don't know why we kept him. Uh, I think we need to let him go. They kept it, him because that was Ryan Pace's uh, pick. Yeah, I think and that was his first pick. Yeah, that was his first pick. Yeah, so well, I'm, I'm glad they're all gone. I, I really like uh, Jackson from Jacksonville if they go get go after him, Allen Jackson. So I hope they go after him. I, I'm I'm scared they might go for Watkins because they just need wide receivers. Hmm. We'll see. So we'll see. And now the rumor has it with them cutting sitting, and now we need the O line help. Is that they're going to go after this guard that's at Notre Dame because the O line coach is the old O line Notre Dame coach. Hmm. So they're going to go after Quentin. I forgot what his last name was. They're going to go after Quentin, and that he's a guard. Um, but the other things, and this is what worries me, is they got they got Grasso still in the uh, on the bench. So last year he got injured. So the rumor was that they potentially might move along again. They might move Whitehair to his original position at guard, and then they might move Grasso in there. So they might still be okay, um, but they might draft this kid out of Notre Dame and then get a wide receiver in the later rounds because they have two. The other rumor out there is that they're actually currently working with the Buffalo Bills so they can get two draft picks which would actually be pretty interesting so they might go for two draft picks um and uh trade down and if they do that then i guess they might not get quentin and they might just go two receivers or a lineman and a receiver in the later first round but gonna be interesting to see i'm glad they're making these cuts um they're looking to the future and uh i think it's pretty good it's these are cuts that were needed and they had to do and uh that means kwiatkowski is going to get a lot more time now which I, I actually like Kwiatkowski. These were mistakes, and I'm glad they're gone. Um, you bring back White on an incentive-laden contract based on performance. I no. don't want him. No. I, I wouldn't even do that. I say get rid of the guy. Hey, you know that guy's like dating or married to a supermodel, too. He's busy not with other things. Yeah, his, when we were at camp, <laughs> his mind is another thing. Um, <laughs> guy has no energy. He's busy. Uh, I would you'll be. bring back right. All right. So, Jack, what like position are the Bears going for in the first round? If they stay up there, um, I know Kevin uh, Calvin Ridley was the the top name. Now with sitting gone, Quinton has been up there to potentially be Quinton, but uh, I think that's sort of high to draft an offensive lineman, especially when you have wide receivers up there. So. I honestly think, Scotty, the, uh, the best thing for the Bears right now is to I, – I, I would love this. Trade down, trade your eighth pick to the Buffalo Bills, get two first-round uh, picks out of it, and you can get a wide receiver that's pretty solid in the later rounds and potentially another lineman. So I think they should go with a lineman and a wide receiver in the first round and go with the two picks. Uh, if he does not play, he gets league minimum. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. We need to draft Ridley. 
Yeah, but I mean, while Bill, I think we should actually. What's your thoughts on the bill on on trading trading down and getting the two picks? I think that's actually better for us right now. Uh, free agent pool is weak at wide receiver, and I agree with that. Mm. I mean, there's not much out there, and that's why Watkins is looked at. Unless they can work out a deal for Landry, if they can get Landry aboard, that might be good. I mean, I know Trubbs needs someone to throw to. I mean, our backfield's pretty solid the way it is, but we're gonna need. There was a, a big running back that just got cut recently too. But I forgot who it was. I'm trying to think know. here. I don't know. Damn. Uh, we had the worst receiving core in the league this year. All our wide receivers were number three wide receivers. Uh, true. All of them were. I mean, even Inman from San Diego that we got. All of them were horrible. None of them were starter material. None. Absolutely none. Not even Kevin White if he came. And, oh, we, we oh Doug Martin from Tampa Bay got cut. But mm-hmm. he's got problems, so I wouldn't want to take him. Um uh, even uh, we got we don't forget Meredith. Uh, when I was at camp, this is before he got injured. Meredith was solid, man. I was actually really surprised from um, with his play. So uh, that we still have Meredith, and he's a sleeper. So hopefully, but he's not he's not going to be anything better than a number two, number three solid receiver. So we'll see what happens with there. Uh, anything else with the Bears? I don't think so. Nothing. No, let's move on. Jackman just likes the Bears. <laughs> he loves the Bears. Um, You're more up on I like Kwiatkowski too, Scott. <laughs> Kwiatkowski's very good. And he's another guy who was drafted pretty low, and he's solid. Um, he's a linebacker. Yes, yeah. 40, 44. 44, yeah. He's the next jersey I'm buying. I already have, what's his name? Uh, Floyd. Floyd. Mm. Was he 94? Floyd's the man. Yeah, 94. 94. Um, congratulations to Peanut Tillman. FBI. He is officially an FBI agent, and this is the first time. I mean, there has been NFL players that end up opening up their own businesses, like Gary Fensick, who's making millions. But um, this is the first time you hear of a professional football anything that ends up making something like FBI or anything like this. So, No, there's other players in the past. No, Peanut's an FBI agent, man. That uh, quarterback from uh, Green Bay, Barstar, he um, started a real estate company, sold it for like $500 million. Wow. Yeah, so. No, I know, but that's their own businesses. I'm talking about you leaving and then going into like a corporate organization somewhere. Because FBI, in a way, is a corporate. Uh, I know it's FBI, government. But, I think it's fun. But it's uh, pretty interesting that he's finally doing it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. He's always wanted to do that, he said. Yeah, he's always. He always said that if he never was a professional football player, that that's the direction he would have went. And. You know what? Good to him for following his yeah, dream. Yeah, good luck. Good yeah. luck to him. Yeah, following his dream and doing He's what he wants. That way now he has a story to tell to his kids that, hey, you know what? I actually was an NFL player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played in a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and I then became an FBI agent. So his kids can't tell him you can't do it because he's going like, yeah, you can. Yeah, so, he lived a couple of his dreams. Yeah, so that's actually yeah. pretty solid and a, pr- a pretty good life. He should be happy about that, and um, we're happy for him that he's an right. FBI agent. So, all right. The best part of the show. We are going to go over five, our top five best favorite. They're not best by any means. Top five favorite Major League Baseball players, and we're doing this because Major League Spring Training started today. So opening games started today, White Sox-Cubs. Uh, Cubs are looking pretty solid and pretty strong. Um, I was watching some of the uh, White Sox game, uh, young guys, so it's going to be sort of like the Bulls are playing this year. Um, and... Uh, uh, we're going to go over some of the stuff. So mm. baseball starting. What's your thought on the Cubbies, Jackman? You're a Cub well, fan. Yeah, I'm a Cub fan. Uh, 
I think they're going to be pretty solid. I mean, last year things didn't go as well. Uh, they got Hugh Jar- Darvish this year. You. Hugh. You Darvish. You Darvish. They got a pretty good pitching staff. Okay, you still got Johnny Lester. Who's their closer? We're talking the wrong. I'm not sure. I'm a yeah. Sox fan. Yeah, yeah. No, we, I'm we, not we, sure. We gotta get a closer because they had Wade Davis last year and they traded him. Yeah, they let him Bill go. Knows. Don't forget to mention that Pete Shorts will be our Cubs spring train. Yes, I forgot to tell everybody that we will have Pete Shorts live over at uh, spring training in Arizona. Uh, and he'll be texting us pictures, and we might even be putting them up for you guys. Sweet. Um, we may have them in our chat room, too, on when we go live on some days when yeah. he's down there in Arizona. He's going to look at everything, tell us what's going on, who's hot, who looks good, who's not doing well. Um, I'm trying to get him to go to a White Sox game with his Cub gear on <laughs> <laughs> so then he can report a little bit at least of that and be honest on what some of the Cubs look. Um, mm-hmm. I actually was thinking myself of going to White Sox spring training. Uh, that was one of the things I've been thinking of doing. If I can pull Jackman away from his job, maybe me and Jackman can go to Arizona for like a long weekend. Oh, man. That'll, yeah, that'll so we can cool. go see the Cubs and the White Sox. Cause, yeah, they you know, both play in Arizona. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Sox fan, but I would not be against going to check out the Cubs, no. especially if they're playing another good team, just to mm-hmm. see them. I'm a baseball fan in general. I'll watch any baseball. Baseball is America's pastime. Um, and then they got Kyle Hendricks. Let me finish the starting lineup or starting pitching rotation. They got Kyle Hendricks. Who reminds me of Greg Maddox, who's a control pitcher who uh, pitches. He doesn't blow you away with a hundred mile an yeah. hour fastball, but he, location, location, location. He's very good at putting the ball where he wants to go. And then you got a former Sox, Cantana. Okay, yep. Yeah. Who? Here, here's a question for you. Do you think their pitching staff is stronger now or the year they won this, the World Series? The year they won the World Series. I'm well, that's yet to be determined. It's it's going to be close. Arietta was really good. Yeah, but I think Dar- Darvish and is better. I think this pitching staff that you have right now is a better It possibly could be potentially stronger, yeah. I, I think we, this may be the best pitching I think staff. The, I think but it's yet to be seen. Yeah. It is yet to yeah. be seen, Correct. but it's the best one out there. And it's, yeah, I think we just need a closer. We need we got to get a closer. Yeah. And, you know, nowadays they don't they don't use the pitching like they used to. They don't use the pitchers as long. Correct. Because I used to watch baseball a lot a lot when I was younger. And the pitchers would go 7, 8, yeah. 9, short, Did you hear about the short? They made new rules to shorten the game? I don't like that. I don't either. Did you hear what uh, the, uh, what is the catcher, um, uh, the Cubs catcher, actually said? Apparently now you only can make six, six mound trips, visits yes, as a catcher. Yeah. And he oh, goes, Wilson Rodriguez? Yeah, he goes, I don't care. I'm gonna, I don't pay care. the I'm, fee. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to go there as many make, times as yeah. I want to. So, And I agree with that. I'm not for speeding up the game. No. Let the game be the way it is. I'm actually against all these stupid foul rules they put in the NBA versus the way we used to play the game. It's like you can't put a forearm on a guy. Like, come on. where's the And the, the clock stoppages. Yeah, the for the physicality of sports, I mean, you're not getting concussions in baseball. Well, you are if you're getting hit in the head yeah. and slides. But you're not getting a tons of concussions in baseball and basketball. Mm-hmm. Don't change the physicality of the game. And it's just like they're, they're just changing too many rules. And it's like, no, let the game be. And, well, and baseball, they're not changing the physicality no, so they're much. Changing but they're changing it up. trying to speed it up. Yeah, and I understand why they're doing it because I think they probably questioned a lot of fans. And the biggest problem with fans and why ratings are dropping on TV is they're claiming the games are too long and boring. So they're like, all right, well, let's speed it up. But it's just like, don't. Baseball was always a slower-paced game compared mm-hmm. to basketball and football. Correct. Um, and you, when you go to the game, you are watching TV, you know what you're getting. Right. It's a slow game. Let it be. Like Nick said, and like 
like Nick said, you know, let it every be. time. Yeah. And I, I agree with that. Cause I, I played Detroit Piston style basketball in my youth. This guy knows if anything. Yeah. Um, wild bill said every time Nick played basketball, it wasn't a foul. It was an assault. <laughs> it was true. I used to bury slash, people slash rape. No, but I think they should leave the game of baseball the way it is. And that's one thing I like. And, and about basketball, baseball should be no a little clock. bit more physical. Hey, um, Pete Shorts, um, well, Pete Shorts, correspondent in Arizona. You want to read that? He might be busy trying to go on a date with his favorite player, Javier Baez. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, I, I don't know who uh, who uh, he has Pete pictures Sh- with him. We, 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 when we when he's hey, you, oh, I know what we're gonna do. You know who he is? Yeah, I don't know who he is. Yeah, I know who he is. He has pictures of him in his wallet. Yeah, is he married? I don't know. I, th- I he just got married, I think. So no pictures of his wife or the kids. Just so a picture on. of this guy. I I think what we're gonna do is when Pete Shorts goes to Arizona, mm-hmm. we're gonna get him on the phone on the show, and then he's gonna talk on the phone. Okay. And then while he's talking, we'll put his picture with Javi Baez on there. In a, in a, is a heart shape. Yeah. So it'll be like right there in the a corner. Heart shape. It'll be like right here on yeah. the corner, yeah. so yeah. you can see Pete Shorts and. Uh, and uh, Javier Javi up there Javi. while he's talking about them. He'll be talking about Baez the whole time. Like, oh, yeah, and then Javier would played well. He was 0 for 4. <laughs> We're like, well, how did the other guys do? I'm not sure. I was just looking. And... <laughs> Anyways. Um, hmm. So Bears, uh, we're talking about Major League Baseball. What are we talking about? Uh, spring training. So it is uh, pretty exciting. They're just starting. So um, that means that summer's right around the corner and it's right, going to start getting hotter. So right. uh, very excited for that. Between Pete Shorts and Javi Baez, we won't be to understand either of them. We won't be to understand. Okay, didn't understand that. Right. In any case, all right, top five. Who goes? Well, I, I think since we're from Chicago, we should pick one from the Cubs and one from the White Sox. Well, I have both, and yeah. then I have other well. players. So these guys, I, I guess the names I picked, um, and get me, don't, they're guys who were impactful to me. Yeah. So there were There's guys. There's so many. There were guys that, that in my youth I used to want to pretend to be like. Um, and that I watched, that I had all their baseball cards, mm-hmm. I had their jerseys, I yep. watched their games, even if they weren't on the Cubs or the White Sox. Correct. Uh, and some of these guys I picked, oh, I had uh, specific interactions with as well, too. So, um, um, kind of scary. Yeah. What kind of interactions? So, um, I, I thought about a question really quick, because I, I heard this on another mm-hmm. podcast. that um, For people, Taz is a professional wrestler. He does a sports show now. So he's not talking about wrestling. So don't. I'm, I hope I didn't lose anyone. Like, oh my God, wrestling click. I'm off. Um, he does a sports show every morning, Monday through Friday, uh, called Taz and Moose. He brought up a very viable question that I'm going to ask you two guys. Mm-hmm. And he, I'll tell you what his answer was: Is baseball? And well, first, first let us answer, and then you tell us what okay. he said. And, mm-hmm. and for all you guys that are on the chat room, you guys can answer too. I want to see your opinions on this. Is baseball, or do you guys consider baseball a team sport? Or an individual sport. Think about that. I heard this argument before. I, you know, I did not heard this argument, and I know the logical answer would be a team sport, because I don't know how you can play. You know, you're by yourself. You know, pitching and catching and doing everything. Mm-hmm. I and I, you know, playing baseball in the youth, it's it's, it's a team sport. You need each other. That's it. I heard this against, okay, I think it's a team sport, okay? But I heard Bernstein and said, oh, baseball is a glorified individual. And 
I don't see it. I think, you know, when a ground ball's hit and you want to get a double play, the shortstop's got to throw to the second baseman. And the second baseman's got to throw to the first uh, for the first baseman. And the runners are trying to take down the second baseman by sliding into them. And uh, I, I, I think it's a team sport. Maybe not as much as, like, a basketball and stuff, but I think it's a team sport. The pitcher and the catcher got to work together. They used to call it the battery. They got to work together well. To, to get the pitches over and to call the pitches and they got to be in in sync with each other to get the batter out. So I, I think it's a team sport. My opinion. I, I think it was beautiful, Jacqueline, how you said it. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's a team sport, yeah. So if 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 everyone's doing their job, scores 0-0, zero, zero, and you get Javier Baez at the plate and he hits a home run, who won the game? Everybody. Right, because they kept because it 0-0. Zero, 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 zero. I agree. Every, you know, yeah, right. everybody. Because the next day, it's not going to be Javier. It's going to be someone else. Again, my I don't have a yes or – I don't have I agree. a I agree, team Tom. or individual. I, I'm just asking that question because when he said that, it got me thinking. I'm actually 50-50. I, I agree with you guys that there, there is team sport, but I think baseball sometimes tends to be more individuality. I think that sometimes if you have a big hitter, that individual succeeding, the team succeeds. So and then think about it, pitchers. You don't start all your pitchers all the time. There's only one pitcher on there. The rest of the guys are just riding the bench. So I'm sort of fifty fifty on that. It could yeah, be but, a team sport. It could. But your 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 star player can be out, and then you get the rest of the team. And okay. you'll probably start losing games. And then that's it is what it is. So well, you got nine batters in baseball, and you got the pitchers to rely on. Yeah, and you got pitch hitters, and you got pitch runners, right? And you have, you know, it's a team sport. Same thing in basketball. Well, basketball is different. It, you've it's not different. Five, it's the same thing. No, you got five well, you guys say, that are playing all the time. Then you say, well, you know, Jordan uh, was the uh, could play all you know versus five. Yeah. All right. Anyway, or LeBron. We'll move on. I just Let's thought that. What, what did Taz say? Uh, he thought it was an individual sport. Okay. Yeah, I heard that argument. And before. he was fighting it over with Moose. Like, no, it's individual. And Moose was like, no, it's team. And he's like, it's individual. And he's like, yeah. You, and he you, had use some your good common s- use your common sense and logic. Let's move on. Yeah. All, All right. right. <laughs> Anyways, so um, who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Oh go God, this is gonna something's gonna break. It's gonna be good. This is gonna be awesome. Oh, it's gonna be like All right, my choice. All right, Mookie Blaylock. No, no, no. He plays basketball. He doesn't <laughs> even play baseball. No, for baseball for the Cubs. And my choice, because where where I you know my neighborhood, we all grew up. We all had to pick a player. So I, I my brother had Ron Say. My buddy had um, Sean Dunstan. My other buddy had uh, had uh, Ryan Sandberg. This girl in the neighborhood, she played. She, played, she was a little tomboy. She played uh, played baseball with us. Uh, us uh, with us, she she picked Jody Davis. So the only person that was left was the first baseman. And it was Leon Durham. No, oh. so I put I, I I liked the bull Leon Durham. I don't know. I just related to him. I think it was awesome. Um, so that was my favorite player. And then on uh, on the White Sox, Harold Baines, man, loved Harold. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good. The one. Bulls good too. Okay. So Leon Durham. Hey Dumas. I have his uh, baseball card. Leon Durham. Yeah, with his Jerry curl coming out of his helmet. Well, you should give it to me um, from Valentine's gift. And you uh, saw you saw Hot Pop what he gave me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's why you don't even like the Cubs. I don't. Well, you, you I know I used to like the Cubs. I've made that very, very. Clear. Why don't you give it to me? The then I can frame year, it. Jackman knows the story. The last year I started watching the Cubs was the, uh, what's his name again? Bartman. Yeah, the Bartman catch. I just gave up on them. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll take the card. Thank you. All right. Um, Jay said Bill, Bill Melton. Melton. I don't even remember him. No. Louis Aparicio. Yes, I know. I'm a Sox fan. Who's Bill Melton? His socks, I think. 
The name sounds familiar. Rings a bell. Jay's a Sox fan. Yeah, I remember Bill Melton wearing the Red Sox jersey, I think, if I'm not wrong, Jay. He used to always wear them back in the day when the White Sox had the red uh, lettering. Yeah, Jay's a, Jay's a big baseball fan. He knows a lot about the baseball. All right, so those are the only two you got? No, I got more, but those are yeah, Chicago. Cool. Okay, so you had Leon, Durham, Durham, and then Harold Baines for the club. Yeah, I do like, remember Melton now. Wow, that's her. That's like early 80s, dude. Yeah, that's like early 80s, I think. And then mother, I, I, the other players I liked, uh, Don Mattingly. Okay, oh, yeah, first base. Okay. Yeah, first you got base. all first basemen so far. Well, then, <laughs> and then I liked Eric Davis on the Reds. Ooh. Oh, he, yeah. He, I think he had a chance to hit 40-40, but that was back when P. Rose was gambling, and I think he held him back. Hop, <laughs> hop Hop's top five players, Javi Baez, one through five. <laughs> Sammy Sosa. <laughs> Oh, I posted the picture with his wife and the cowboy uh, thing on our thing. So there, there's tons of other players. Like, like I could say. That's Cal, who I'm wearing right now. Yeah, Cal like. Ripken, 20 Gwen, Bre- uh, That's why George Brett, um, um, Kirby Puckett. There's so many, but this other player that Kirby. impressed me. Yeah, Kirby Puckett was Jim Abbott. Oh, the pitcher. The pitcher. For the Angels. And well, he had a handicap. Yes. No, uh, no hand. He was like, just a stub. Yeah. So I, I was amazed. He was a pitcher. How he would have his uh, his uh, glove underneath his armpit. Yeah, and he used to flip it over. Yeah, he would change it in yeah. his. Yeah. So that was I was impressed with him. So, and then uh, home, that's right there. That's five. All right, man. That's pretty good, Tom. Yeah, you know I think. You want me to go? No, yes. No, I don't want you to go. I want uh, Jackman to go. You want me to go? Yeah. All right, I'll go. Uh, I watched more National League than American League, although okay. I did watch the Sox when I was younger also, but okay. I watched more Cubs. So here are some of my uh, players that I liked watching a lot. I liked, when I was growing up, the best hitters were Tony Gwynn and Perfect. Wade Boggs. Yep. Okay, but uh, I like Tony Gwynn. I used to watch him a lot. Uh, the guy hardly ever struck out. Never struck out. Yeah. And I remember the one year he batted 370, and he might even bet it higher. But I remember one year he bet at 370, and we're like, you know, Ted Williams hit 400, and no one else hit 406 or something like that. Nobody else hit over 400. I'm like, it was Wade Boggs hit like 350-something, and then uh, Tony Gwynn hit 370. And he hardly ever struck out. Uh, he was pretty fast, too, when he was younger. He was he didn't look like he was a little bit chubby, but mm-hmm. he was pretty fast, I remember. Correct. And he was just a great player. I liked watching Tony Gwynn a lot. And great the Padres, pick. right. Yeah. And the Cubs played Mr. the Padres Padre. a lot. Mr. Padre. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Yeah. Padre. Yeah, the Cubs pick. played them a lot. Yeah. So I seen him a lot, and I admired him for hardly ever striking out, always making contact. He didn't try to hit the home run. He would go the other way and get a hit. Mm-hmm. He was a very unselfish player. Correct. He's one of my favorite players. Uh, I. Okay, I like Greg Maddox a lot mm-hmm. because he did a lot with what he had, he, like uh, Kyle Hendricks. He doesn't have the 100-mile-an-hour fastball, but he used location. He used different pitches. He used okay. smarts, and uh, he became a very great player. Now, I think his best years were at Atlanta. Correct. I remember meeting Correct. him. Right. I remember meeting him when he was young. Oh, Me and Sammy met him in the mall. We got his autograph. Really nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was cool. real young. Maddox? Uh, Greg Maddox. Yeah, he was nice. real cool. Yeah. He was real cool. I went up to him. He's like, you play baseball? He was only like 20-something years old. He's like, you play baseball? I'm like, yeah, I play baseball with my dad. He was real nice. He signed a picture cool. and everything. Yeah. Nice. I like Greg Maddox a lot. He's cool. a good dude and uh, a great pitcher who pitched a long time. He came back to the Cubs even. He came back to the Cubs. But, yeah, uh, but that was towards the end. That was towards the end, right. Yeah. His prime was early years in the Cubs, and his really his middle prime was in Atlanta. It's sad that we lost him to Atlanta. R- right. I wish he would have stayed a Cub, too. Yeah. I know. 
we got next? Uh, Mark Grace. Oh, he's someone who hardly ever struck yeah, out. Also, yeah. Mark Grace. Yeah. He was like a career three hundred hitter. He yeah. was banging everyone's wife. <laughs> uh, I remember going and getting his baseball card and uh, having it in a thick plastic. And uh, I like Mark Grace a lot. I think number seventeen, right? Yeah, it just popped in my head. Number, number 17. seventeen. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a good player, but he um, he was banging everyone's uh, wife. He uh, forced uh, Ryan Sandberg's divorce. He was banging Rhino's wife. Yeah, but that's okay because... Uh, Ray- and then he was banging uh, Rick Sutcliffe's... Uh, Wild Bill knows the story here. Yeah, but Ray Liotta from the Goodfellas start- banged his wife. It doesn't matter. The dude was banged like five Cubs wives. I forgot who it was. But Wild Bill will mention it when he does. I'll tell you guys. Yeah, mm. but Mark Grace, I like Mark Grace a lot for his play. He was a really good defensive first baseman, but an awesome oh, hitter too. I thought you liked because he that's, was banging everybody. That's, no, that's why no, they traded him to. Uh, I didn't know that Arizona. Then. Arizona, was right? Was banging right. Banging yeah, but David Martinez was banging everyone too. Yeah, yeah. So everyone was banging everybody. Rafael Palmero too. Oh Jerry my goodness! Yeah. yeah. Well, wow, that was like an orgy team then. And then we got there. The Hawk. Andre, Andre Dawson. Dawson, nice. Andre Dawson. Team. Yeah, you you picked the uh, yeah good yeah. yeah number eight. Andre Dawson, yeah. awesome right field. Forty nine homers the first year. I was like, holy cow, when he came right. To the Cubs. He had two eighty seven, yeah. uh, forty nine homers, uh, forty nine dingers. Yeah, and yeah. hundred like thirty five RBI. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, awesome player. Awesome in the field. He used to throw guys. I talked about this before. Did he bang anybody's wife? I don't know, but okay. he used to throw guys out. From right field to a f- from yeah, first base, yeah. and I I never seen that before growing up. And he had one of the strongest arms, a great defensive. Well, when he was young, he would fly. He played center field for Montreal, but mm-hmm. that Astro turf messed up his knees. His knees when the Cubs got him, he didn't have the greatest knees. But I, we met him. Me and Tom met him. Yeah, we got the autograph. We, we got the autograph wall from Andre Dawson. Yeah, real big dude, man. When I seen him, he looked like a football player. Yeah. He, I mean, this guy had muscles and. Really nice guy, quiet guy. Uh, I told him, Andre, I really appreciate watching you play. Yeah. I used to love when he used to come up to bat. Just that electricity, that excitement I used to get when he used to come up to bat. Something about baseball, you know. And Ryan Sandberg, another Cub. Great, great right. pick. You know, I, Ryan Sandberg and Andre I go back and forth. I, Rhino was on the team longer, and I grew to like Rhino first. But I was like, uh, Andre was a little bit more electrifying. Correct. But I like right. But I like both of them. Andre, I mean, Rhino was a great second baseman, as we know, Golden Glove second baseman, a good batter. He had forty home runs before. That was yeah. kind of unheard of for a second baseman to do it. He still don't see many second basemen hit over four four uh, forty home runs. Yeah, he only did it once in his career. Did he only do it once? Then I think he went down to twenty. So maybe he was juiced at one year. I don't know, but I mean he, he was Come on. he was a pretty good he was a pretty good hitter and a great uh second baseman. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and uh I don't know. That's good. That, that's 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 who I liked growing up. All right. So uh very good. You guys left out some players though there. There's listen, there's a lot of great players. All right. So Growing up, I was a Cub fan slash Boston Red Sox fan. Um, Then (laughs) I watched the White Sox, too, periodically when I was younger, but I always loved Steve Stone and Harry Carey's voice. Um, I did agree fell in love with the Mark Grace uh, era and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. So, um, Well, Mark Grace with Clark going back and forth. uh, Yeah. Another great player. So I I think what I – so I have these are ranked in order. So uh, number one is Ryan Sandberg, and uh, I always loved Rhino. He's my favorite baseball player of all time. Period. 
Um, he, uh, Jackman, I think, remembers this. He might have been actually with me, too, and I still have it. Uh, I remember when we went to high school, we used to do a walkathon that would go to Wrigley. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, one year, I forgot what year it was, freshman or sophomore year, I brought a baseball with me. And this is back when Wrigley Field used to have the fence, the fence where they yeah. would park, and then you can actually go up against the fence. They don't have that anymore. And I went up there up against the fence. We got there early, so we got. I was able to go up there. Rhino gets out of his car. He was driving a BMW, I think, at the time. And he comes out, and I was the first kid, and I had my hand over the fence, and I was the first ki- the kid that he grabbed the ball from, and he signed it. So um, that meant the world to me. Cool. How um, old were you at the time? I, well, high school, right? High school, high school? 15, okay. 16, yeah, That was pretty cool. So, I mean, wow. as a kid, teenager at that time, and you've got, like, at the time, and I've got Money Player right there, Sports Illustrated cover, mm-hmm. autographed. So... Uh, he was the highest paid major league baseball player and at the time Ooh, Rhino? Yeah. Wow. And um wow. he ended up signing my baseball and that meant a lot and he was also someone I used to always watch. Uh Wild Bill we last week we did some uh top sports moment and one of his top sports moments was when Rhino hit two home runs in that one game and mm-hmm. that one was very huge too. So Rhino's my number one and it comes with a memory that I'll never forget on that aspect to it. Um the next two, well, sort of him and another White Sox player, but I put someone else in between. Um, also go up there. So my other story is, uh, my other the second one for me is Carlton Fisk. When I was younger, uh, this was probably elementary school, like 7th, 8th grade in the summers. I used to have a neighbor that used to take his son, his two sons, uh, to Wrigley Field in the summer. Uh, this is one we didn't have jobs, obviously, and they used to get autographs. He was a huge collector, so he used to get baseball cards, and we'd do the same thing. We'd go up against Wrigley Field Gate, where the cars were, and we'd try to get autographs on our baseball cards. Well, this the, the game we went to was the Crosstown Classic. This is when they were exhibition games. And we finished. The Cubs all arrived early, so we finished. We ran to the other side on Addison, and that's when the bus pulls up, so all the Sox players come out at the time. One of the players that jump out was Carlton Fisk. So he comes out, and I had his baseball card in my hand, and I went up to sign or to ask him to sign. And as I asked him to sign it, he signs the baseball or the baseball card. He gives it back to me, and he didn't have to do this, and I didn't ask for it. He stops, and he goes, hold on a second, kid. He pulls a bat out of his duffel bag, signs the bat, and gives me the bat. And you still got the bat? Yes. And nice. I think that I was... 14, 13 wow. at the time, possibly. So, again, I know with memorabilia, you have to get it, like, authenticated, mm-hmm. and it's not worth anything until you get it minted by a company. This stuff is priceless to me. I can care less if someone thinks it's real or not. I know it's real. I visibly saw it, and that's yeah. it's whatever. The second one, or the third person is actually, and I'll go back to him, but my fourth guy, believe it or not, is Robin Ventura. And... um it was the former White Sox coach, and the reason I I loved him at third base for some reason I had a thing what, for third baseman. What did he What did he give you? So, um, he uh, I, I did, um, he so we came off of the um, bus. Uh, he came off of the bus, Good. and he came off about. He was actually towards the end. I'm not sure if he stayed was in the back of the bus or what was going on, but we stayed there. I'm going to be honest with you. I was a Cub fan at the time, so I really didn't know a lot of the players. 
and I didn't know it was Robin Ventura at the time, so I didn't have a baseball card ready for Robin Ventura. I knew who Carlton Fisk was. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, my God, and I was just trying to find anything to, like, sign. So I took my glove out to sign because I'm like, okay, wait, he can sign my, my glove. So I go out there, and then as I, I go to try to sign my glove, um, he goes in, and he takes a batting glove out. And it's it His was own? it was used, yeah. It, I mean, it wasn't like torn up, yeah. but it looked like he probably used it for a batting practice yeah, or yeah. something. He takes the batting glove out and he signs it right on the palm, and he gives me a batting glove. That's sweet. So right. I was like, cool. wow. So and then not just that, but then I used to watch their careers even when he went to the Dodgers, and um, it, it was just I, I liked Robin Ventura's play. Okay, uh, I loved him as a third baseman. Now the the player in between there is the Cub killer. So number three is Mike Schmidt, and I've got his picture up there too. So Mike Schmidt's my third one. Um, an honorable mention along with Mike Schmidt was George Brett. Again, I had a thing for third baseman. Yeah, no, I don't the, know why. The great players. They're both great players. Um, Mike Schmidt, every time he came, Cub killer. Homer. G- Cub. Ki- oh, killed the Cubs every all time. All the time. So um, my other guy, uh, my fifth is Big Hurt. Um, oh, good pick. Big Hurt. I remember going to a lot of Sox games the last year of Comiskey Park. And uh, I got a lot of autographs, and some of them were Harold Baines, who was one of my honorable mentions, mm-hmm. and Frank Thomas, who signed my glove. Yeah. Uh, so uh, big hurt, great career. I think the year that the White Sox went on strike, or not the White Sox, the, uh, Major League Baseball went on strike, I believe the White 94. Sox, they would have won the World Series that year. I think they had it, and they would have won it. So, uh, and that would have been big, big, big Frank's uh, big run. But yeah. um, it is what it is. I'm glad he made the Hall of Fame. He's yeah, a great he's athlete, a great, great player. player. That dude used to clobber balls. Yeah, I mean, it was just like it, great stuff. So, um, my other honorable mention, and he was sort of tied with Frank, is this guy right here. And Cal I'm not going to turn around. Cal Ripken Jr., yeah. Iron Man. Again, um, I mean, he had a great career he never missed a game um he played hurt all the time just someone to look up to uh i mean for for a young guy i mean i was just like wow this guy's just awesome and and he performed year after year it was consistent every year so uh that stuff is huge some honorable mentions i also put on there obviously harold bain don mattingly i obviously had as well too one of mm-hmm. my favorites wade boggs because i was a huge boston yeah, fan. Bo- yeah boggs awesome paul molitor Paul Molitor, oh. great pick. And then uh, I also Where liked play Kirby on Puckett as well. Paul Molitor played Mo- for Minnesota, Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Milwaukee. that's what um, I remember. Minnesota, Milwaukee were oh. his tough top Yeah, yeah, things. yeah. Um, the other guy I like, um, and this is because. There's just so many. Yeah, I there had. Just um, so many. Yeah, a lot of baseball. I've got some stuff from him too. So one year um, I was going to the White Sox games and um, I was getting tickets. Uh, I, was, I had a friend who had season tickets and I was getting tickets on the first baseline. And uh, we were going way early all the time. Um, and this guy, um, we usually, and I probably went to about 15 games that year. Uh, we started striking conversations with this player. And it got to the point where he started noticing us and he knew who we were because we were going to so many games. So the guy would just come up to us and just strike stuff up with us. So I ended up getting a mitt from him autographed. Um, didn't need to. He just goes, here you guys go. And t- he just tosses it He gave us. you a mitt? Yeah. And that was uh, Paul Konerko. And, oh, um, nice. oh, wow. That yeah. guy was cl- wow. a class act. Yeah. I used to see this guy grab kids out of the stands during batting practice, and he would just take the kids out on the field, play catch with them, sign Sweet. their hat, give them stuff. And I, I never saw an athlete that was a caliber of Paul Konerko, and every home game, the dude took the time to talk to fans, and he would sit there and take kids onto the field. I mean, for a kid that's 
five, eight, yeah. ten years old, Big and impact. for a guy to take him and put him on the yeah. grass and say, hey, let's play a couple catch uh, or yeah. let's throw the ball a couple times, I mean, that kid's never going to forget that moment. So um, it, it just – class act, and he was an awesome guy. Um, I mean, obviously retired. He won one for us, which is very thankful, but uh, awesome I got his guy. bobblehead down. In 03, I went to a Sox game with my buddy. Kernerko? Yeah, and I got his bobblehead, and I remember when I was in a stand, little story – I was in the stand, and uh, somebody, he's like, oh, I, I want to buy it. I want to buy it off of you for my son. I felt kind of bad, but I like keeping stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and uh, he's like, I'll give you 10 bucks, or I'll give you 20 bucks. And my friend, uh, he sold his. I didn't sell so I didn't sell mine, and I still got it. Yeah. Yeah. I um, like Pauly. Now you can get it on eBay for like $2. That's no, all right. I still got it. It's yeah, just no, a memory that when I went there with yeah, my exactly. buddy the game. Right. I'm not looking at it, yeah. you know. Yeah, I can't see any more of these things in here. All I can see is Hop Hop said, I loved it when Nolan punched Ventura. <laughs> Nolan Ryan. He gave him the noogies. Dude, he destroyed him. Yeah. The old man destroyed him. And then Jay said, Big Hurt likes big blondes. I, I guess oh, he Oh, yeah, does. he does. Yes, he does. Oh, he gives him the big hurt. Uh, yeah. Cal was an ambassador to baseball. Yes, he was. Um, all right, what else do we got? I don't think I think that's about I, I, it. I don't man. understand why Hop Hop said that, but okay. Uh, yes, you are. Hey, um, uh, Hop Hop, you're our ambassador. Don't forget that. So, you got to call the show when we go live on Fridays, and you're going to give us updates on what's going on over in spring training when you go. So we need some good reporting from you, Chief. Hopefully. All right. So uh, I think that's pretty much all we got. That's right. all we got. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Next week. Um, I was passed a love note by um, uh, Jackman here. Uh, next week, what we're going to do, um, we we're going to do it this week, but we're going to hold it for next week, is our top five sports movies. Right. Mm. Since we did the top five baseball, we don't want to do too much at once. Yeah. Yeah, we want yeah. you guys to, you know, wait a little bit and see what we got here. That's a good pick. That's a good and, idea. And you know what? You guys should uh, come up with your own five and see how they compare to ours. I would really be interested Correct. in in the sports movies that you guys like. And uh and I'm interested to see what you like, Big Nick, and you, Tom. And uh, hope uh, hopefully we got Sammy here next week also. Sounds good. I might have a lot of the uh yeah. McCullough. I'm kinda looking forward to this one. Yeah. I I will have it though. The baseball one was good today too. Yeah, we'll have that up and then we'll go from there. Um, we'll talk more bulls. We'll see how they're progressing with these new pl- with his, a new starting lineup. Correct. Yeah. And uh, you know, like I said, I'm a huge Bulls fan. I'm gonna keep watching them, and then I'm excited. And I want to know what's gonna go on with uh, Mark Cuban, and uh, yeah, that's uh, gonna be interesting. To that see. is, yeah, I'm curious what's gonna yeah, happen. What the NBA is gonna do, and uh, with the, this the uh, punishment they're now, gonna get. With, yeah, there's uh, this this is interesting. What's going on now? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm trying to think what else we got to talk about. So we got that. We got the Olympics we, are over, I think, as well too. Yeah, was, correct. Uh, yeah, I think it was today. It was last day or yesterday. Yeah, so that is going to be, I think, pretty much. <sighs> That's it, Chicago. Whoa, don't yeah. yell, dude. That's my ears here. You guys lowered your mic. I did it. Um, all right, anyways, I think that's all we're going to do. Um, don't forget for you guys, um, it was Javier Baez Day in Arizona when Hop Hop is there. <laughs> the whole week uh, there. <laughs> that's going to be interesting. Uh, but I'd like to um, 
I'll let you guys know. Stay tuned if you guys want to. We're going to actually create a different link, and then we're going to end up doing a boxing show. Yeah. 30 minutes. Uh, there's a lot of fights that we got. There's a lot about. of fights. I'm really interested in the yeah. boxing. Me and Jackman are going to do that. So uh, Right. There's a lot of... Please, guys, tune up. You, If you guys like boxing, you guys will like this show. There's a lot of upcoming shows. I want a lot of upcoming boxing coming up. I want to talk about them, and I want to see what you guys think about the boxing. Definitely. And then uh, uh, before we go, just wanted to let everybody know the music I'm playing right now is a local DJ from Chicago. His name's Lasco. Uh, he's one of our buddies. You can find his music on SoundCloud right now. Uh, he's got a new track coming out March 10th. Uh, it will be on Apple Music and on Spotify. Go check him out. It's name's Lasco. Uh, you spell that L-A-Z. C-A-U-X, uh, local guy in the city, pretty hot stuff. So uh, that's pretty much all I got, guys. Uh, we'll see you next Friday. Hope everyone loved it. You guys got any questions, email us. Get on here. Subscribe to YouTube. Spread the word. Tell everybody. I hope you like the show. I'm happy to be here and do the show. And uh, tell us what you guys want to hear, what you guys want to talk about. And be safe, everybody. All right, what you yes. got, Tom Chris? You didn't mess anything up, man. No, I never mess anything up. All right, God, God bless us. Oh. I love you guys. Nice bling. I'll see you guys uh, in a little bit. <laughs>